Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with two besties, best pals, best chums, Peter Wicks and Sam Robert DeCourcy Thompson. Now, this podcast is all about the quest for fame and how we are so far away from where we want to be. Still, after all this time, you still do it as our quest for fame, and it's not. It's your quest for fame and my quest for money. And glory. I don't think there's any glory in this, trust me. As always, I will be drinking and I will be swearing, so if you don't like that, go yourself. Rate, review and like and do all that crap for us. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, Staying Relevant Podcast. You can follow us on TikTok, Staying Relevant Podcast and search for us on YouTube. Uh, every Friday we have the whole show come out with extra bits and that is just Staying Relevant. Let's get started. Rev up your... Is that your Gear three. Whisper doesn't have gears. It doesn't. No, you're very right. No, it doesn't. It's a twist and go. It's a twist. He Pete calls my moped a twist and go, and he just belittles what how, I drive. How, so you start it, and then how do you go? You, you twist it. There you go. Well, the studio is not even working, which is great. We uh, we normally have a really cool screen behind us, but that's now uh, defunct. So we now have a black bit of basically um, because you're not rate reviewing and liking, and not enough people are listening. They have cut the funding and uh, taken away the screens. We are now um, in effectively what looks like a large coffin. Yeah, do you know what? You, the, the we went up market for a while and got some screens. Um, at the minute, they're letting us keep the pink sofas, but next week, one of them might go. You may find me on a deck chair. And I imagine the table will go at some point and I will just be sat here with a box of beers. The worrying thing I have is that I see everyone else's podcast and they're in these like, beautiful rooms. Yeah. And we now have a... A black linen cloth. The thing is, we thought, well, actually, I'll tell you what, it'd be all right if you used the green felt because we could green screen it. Um, but apparently we're um, we're not worthy of that either. So. so here we are, probably the back end of your staying relevant experience. But we've had a fucking good run at it. Yeah, we had a really good go at it. And it's um, unfortunately, like most things we do, failed. So, so, Pete, what have you done this week? Well, no one cares anymore. We've done <laughs> yeah, that, all right, let's start with me. What have I done? Is well, I've been on a lovely little break. I had a few days off um, for me, and I went to Ireland, tropical Ireland, south of Kerry. I was on a, a motorbike trip. Look at the way he's just got like lent back, like it's like something to be super proud of. Ooh. I was really proud. I oh, best... he went and rode motorbikes. Oh my god, he's gone and found himself. I had the best time. It is my little hobby, my release from stuff, and it was a big festival on, and it was fucking great. There was an AC/DC tribute band, so I fucking went in hard on that. It was fucking good. Well, what Pete has failed to mention there is that Pete now thinks he's joined some fucking biker gang, not realising that he's from the fucking... You're a reality TV star, Pete. He's gone and got a fucking tattoo. I did get a Harley With his boys, yeah. with his new crew, right? He's got a Harley tattoo on his hand and he's got one of those stupid vests and he thinks he's a legend. I'm here to tell you... You, have, you haven't changed at all. You're still the Pete Wicks that I know and love. You're not a fucking hard man. You introduce me every week as <laughs> hard man and Lothario. And now you've come back to, no, you're not a hard man. I just don't like the way he's leaving me for a new crew. I find that pretty disrespectful. Um, well, listen, it's a, just an amazing group of people. I, I Genuinely, I had the best time. I, it, the good thing about being there as well is, is that kind of community have no idea really about reality TV. So it was really nice just to be... I mean, I did get a lot of people come up for pictures. And at one point, there was a, a, a girl who was literally hyperventilating. She thought I was Joe Wicks. And I kept saying to her, I'm not Joe Wicks. <laughs> she was like, you are. So I was like, drop and give me 20. So she did. <laughs> so Pete's now joined a biker gang. I've not joined a gang. You have. What's it called? 
there isn't a gang. There, but there is a whole way that this whole... So the, the Harley Owners group, the Hogs, they basically... The Hogs! The Hogs! There you go! They basically have different chapters all over the country, um, depending on your area, where you get your cut, which is like a, a, a leather vest with all your badges on, depending on... Do you have yours? That you do. No, because I'm not part of one. Do you want to be part of one? Yes. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. I've never really wanted to be part of a team or a club, but yes, I do. Do you get a badge? You, you, depending on what you do, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously, yeah. Um, next week, actually, I'm away on another trip, a longer one. Is this with the Hogs? It is with uh, Harley Davidson, yeah. This is the Driving cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because I imagine Pete standing to attention with his little biker vest on and his badge, and he's so proud of his little badge. And he's sitting there going, got... I'm part of the chapter of the Hogs, and I drive bikes, and we've got tattoos. Oi, Dave, go here, let's play some pool and get in a ruckus. It's getting a ruckus. I would actually love for you to come one day. Done. Deal. Was waiting. Thank you. And, and actually, someone did mention you. <gasps> and they said, does, does Sam ride? And yes, like, yes. Did a, you say, yes, he does? I said, he, I said he's got a Vespa. And, um, and then no one really spoke for about 25 minutes because they were laughing. And then they said, we need to get him on a bike. So I said, well, we could try and get him on a, a big, just purely because I think you'd hate it. Why? I genuinely do. Because it's just not your cup of tea. Pete, watch this. <laughs> yeah, you got riding bike, like, fuck it. <laughs> no, but you're just going quick. And the handlebars are up here. <laughs> if you've got eight bars, yeah, you don't have to have eight bars. And then you're just like, you're like, oi, Steve, hey, hey, let's go. Give me some ink, you fucker. Give me some what? Give me some ink. Egg, ink. Ink. Oh, yeah, this is why I, I just feel like it would be really funny because I think you would absolutely shit yourself. Why? Speak, because you'd be shut down so quick by trying to take the piss that I think you would genuinely be petrified. I wouldn't take the piss. I would literally sit there with my handlebars and be like, all right, lads, let's roll out. On me. Squadron leader, let's go. Can I be squadron leader? We're not in a squadron. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can you... be squadron leader on your own, but you'll be the only person in the squadron. You have a squadron. It's not a squadron. It is. No, I'm not actually part of... Part Who's of... the squadron leader? I'm not part of anything. Who's the lead? Well, you have different different chapters. They have different road captains. Road captains! Oh, my God. Do you go, captain? No, you don't. Do you salute them? No, you go, all right, mate. Just not the same as you would anyone else. And then he goes, right, guys, we're going to be uh, going three abreast. We're going to be travelling as an arrow. And uh, the formation has to keep immaculate. I'll tell you what was quite awkward is it, at the end, because it was a festival. So it was the Island Bike Fest, and it was, it was great. They have it every year in a place called Killarney. And this was like the 15th year, I think it was. It was the first time I've been. But it's a massive, massive thing. And on the Sunday, the, the last day, you do a parade through the town. No, I'm sorry. I know you're telling a story. And I know I always cut in. But sorry, sorry. So it's one of them things where I've seen these things where old dudes on bikes go really slowly through the town and, get, and rev. That, were you in that? <laughs> um, so, so we did the parade. Now, the problem was that, um, yeah, so Kalani, you go through the town and everyone, because they do it every year, everyone comes out from the town and the streets are lined, like five abreast of people and they all wave and all the kids are waving and all that sort of stuff. But you're going very, very slow. So you've got a police escort, so there's a policeman at the front and all the traffic lights you can go through and they stop all the roads so you can have this the clear path. I was with Harley, uh, who, who run the kind of the festival. They're the biggest sponsor festival. So I was, um, I was the front bike. <laughs> 
no, no. So yeah, there, there was four of us at the front, so I was right at the front, and I've never done a parade before, and all the kids are there, and you're sort of revving the engine, but there's so many people around, and you're going quite slowly. At one point, I nearly, I nearly ran into the crowd. <laughs> you're going so slow, and you see the kids, and you're sort of looking around, and then you're all, fuck me. Um, <laughs> and I thought that would be terrible, wouldn't it, for the fucking first parade, but there's so many people, and then you've got kids running across, and little bits, and I was thinking, fuck me, please don't, <laughs> please don't run over someone's child. Changing gears at that slow speed as well. Don't even have to change gear. You're literally doing it in first second the whole way. But yeah, that was an experience. And the, it was like tropical weather over there. It was like 28 degrees in Ireland. It was fucking unbelievable. I've got, mate, I've got a question. I'm sorry. So, right. What's your face when you're going through? Are you just looking straight ahead? Like, I know I look cool right now. No, because I was smiling. Giving a little wave. And... Oh, you, okay, fine. Yeah. So you weren't like trying to act all sort of like, oh, I'm Pete Wicks and I'm part of this chapter, Hogs. No, and it's not it's not just the like everyone that there that basically had a bike. There, there was hundreds of bikes that do this. And you were the first one. Yeah, so there was I was with the guys from High Suits. So it was the, we were in the group of the first five people that that were on there, and then all the everyone runs through, and you've got some you know amazing custom bikes and all sorts of bikes, not just Harley's. There was all sorts of bikes. Did they like your ink? Well, a lot of people are, are tattooed at these sort of things, and so no one really sort of notices it. Show me back. No, I didn't. No? No, I don't, you don't go there and go, do you want to see my toe? Well, I, I would. I'd be like, do you want to see my ink? Yeah, what ink? Your face for one of them. Yeah, exactly. You look like you've had a fucking child with a Sharpie just to have a go on your arm. What a story that is. I did not expect all of that to come from you just going to Ireland. So, yeah, it was great. Anyway, I didn't think you'd get that much enjoyment out of that, but that was just something I did for me. That wasn't a job thing. That was just my holiday. Last question. Did you have any like hairy moment, like you'd fallen out the saddle or something like that, like where you're like, I'm gonna the saddle. It's not horse. Well, I don't know. Where you were like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look like a dick what? in front of these chapters. What in case my foot fell out the stirrup? Well, I don't know. Like, do you ever have anything? Um, you're like, oh, this is a bit awkward. No, but I mean, to be honest with you, I like next week is gonna be a fucking heavy one because that's that's a lot of riding, and I've not done that much riding. How many hours a day? Um, well, we're going, we're doing. Uh, going across, I think, eight to ten countries in seven days. Bloody hell, um, So it's going to be quite heavy. And my back is already in bits. <laughs> so it should be interesting. Now, after that d delicious story, we are going to take a break. We'll be back after this. Right, we're back. Sam, what are you done? Sound less disappointed about the fact we're back, please. It's the third record of the day. I'm sort of tying up. We are back. Hi, <laughs> kids. Don't do that. Why? That was Barney. Was it? Yeah. What have you done to stay relevant, Sam? Talk us through it. Well, you know what I've done to stay relevant, Peter. Um, I, as part of a twosome, got ripped away from my partner, i.e. Peter Wicks. I was on my holidays. He was on his holidays with his hogs team. And, uh, and so I had to take up the slack for both of us. I was under the impression that we were going to do this together. We had a, a booking or an appointment to go into this big ad agency and talk about staying relevant to the podcast because it's doing quite well at the moment and uh, talk about, you know, where we, how we sort of like started it, where the idea came from and loads of other conversations in the hope that, you know, we might really want one of these big fish. You know, we might get one of these big boys to come in and, and, and sponsor the show, which actually didn't do too badly on, to be fair. But I didn't know this. I thought you were going to be there when I turned up. So I'm literally like absolutely fine because normally when me and Pete do sort of like a public thing together, I just sort of like follow Pete's lead. Basically, the way Sam and I works is Sam is the creative one and Sam is the sort of adorable one. And I'm the one that generally does any schmoozing or anything to do with sort of basically anything to do with clients or getting us work, anything like that and Sam's the one that people want to work with because they just go I just think he's going to be great energy Sam brings energy and I bring logic um, to a lot of things we do now he's made that sound yes it was a big advertising agency I wasn't there 
but I have been informed of what went on. Can I just quickly say... Oh, please do. Don't fucking leave me to do it then, mate, because you know I'm not good at that kind of stuff. Well, I thought as a 30-year-old man who, um, you know, has got his own business, is doing very well in his career, has made a lot of money. Lots of I mean, he started with a lot, but he's made a lot on top of that. You should be at handle just going into an ad agency and just giving them a little presentation about what we do, which is really simple. Yeah, we do it all the time. So Sam started off by going straight to the whiteboard. Now, what did he put on the whiteboard? It could be anything. Could be anything. You know, he's writing down all the little bits, you know, things that to, to tell him about this presentation. Sam wrote staying relevant in bubble writing and then wrote Sam <laughs> in big bubble writing. Now, I don't think you know this. Oh. You did that in permanent marker, mate. And it's no, I the, did not. It's still on the fucking board. Shut up. Yes. <laughs> he didn't write anything else on the fucking board. So they walked in, it just says staying relevant and Sam, and it's still there. <laughs> So Sam has really left a mark. That's jokes. There was also uh, a couple of other little bits I just want to point out if you want to talk us through it. This bit's weird, and I don't even think this is weird on your part, but I can just imagine how awkward you were. They brought in someone specifically to the meeting because he looked like Sam. He came into the meeting, everyone went, looks like Sam, and then he left. That did happen. I was actually very thankful for this because I was floundering at this point because I didn't know what to say. And I'd just i said something to the CEO that, that was a bit worrying. Was it this bit that you said to the CEO when um, there was a Q&A at the end um, and the CEO of the multi-million pound company asked Sam a question and Sam went, yeah, good question. Was it that bit? Then that he started... turned around and went, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Was it that bit where you started thinking, oh, yeah. I'm, lo I'm losing the room? Mate, I went, I went that's a great question. You know what? I, I try to be like quite serious. because you're thinking about what you're doing. I went, that's a great question. And he went, I know. <laughs> I was like, no! And then I and then I clocked you as a CEO and I am so sorry. And then the room was completely silent. Did you lose the table? Mate, I then panicked and ate a little bit of chocolate croissant and my mouth was so dry I spat it back up. So I, I'm so sorry. And then like tried to eat something to take the take the sort of the pressure off. Went like that, spat the thing back out. And um it was a fucking good question though, to be fair. I can't actually remember what it was, but I remember being like, oh, fair play, mate. He walked in, actually, the guy who looked like me. And he Jesus basically he knocked Christ. the door. We know how a fucking knock works. Sorry. Sorry, bro. Fuck me. Trying to give you a little bit of sort of... Everyone, just close your eyes and Sam yeah. and explain yeah, this yeah, for yeah, you. This yeah. is We're a real moment for you. This is like Matthew McConaughey sending you to sleep with bedtime stories. So he rattled upon the door. And I actually went, funny enough, This I thought this was quite cool. I went, come in. Everyone was like, oh, chortle, chortle. Guy, it must have been one of them where you had to be there. And uh, and the guy and the guy, guy who came in with him was like, hi, mate, we just uh, wanted you to um, see this guy. And I was like, oh, cool. And I knew it was coming because we had the same beard. And so I we got a slightly Quite what, neck beard? Quite gingery beards and like just you could just tell. And so I was like, uh, I was like, oh, you look a bit like me. And he went, that's why we brought him in. And me and him got up and had a hug and we're like, oh my God. And then he left. And I was like, oh, that was that was cool. And so that I don't know if that's worse for you or the agency that they've just <laughs> they've just walked a man in to just laugh at him. And then there was a guy who had really good hair. Yeah, I've got this down here as well. And uh, these are the notes that I came back with. So I was expecting like a notes on what sort of brands we might be working with and how it went. And what I've got is Sam embarrassing himself in front of a CEO. Met a man with the best hair he'd ever seen. I've also got, you loved office culture, like the lifts, the water cooler moments and boardrooms. So what I thought was cool, and I just thought they should know, because I think I've always been told compliment people when they walk in a but room. But you do it too much. When we went Buckingham Palace, you just get said to, you kept going to everyone, I love blue, I'm wearing blue. <laughs> yeah. I basically, I thought I'm going to compliment their office. So I walk in, I go, that's a great water cooler, that is. Oh my God, look at your lifts. Because to be fair, the lifts were cool. I went, I want to go on floor two. And then it would send me to an... To floor two? No. <laughs> it's fucking, that is... 
Honestly, can you it believe sent that? Me to an you push two and it goes to two. No, see this is fucking mind blow. No, 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 because you press a button. I want to go floor. They're two. obviously doing well for themselves with an office. Whatever like they are, because it literally sent me to A, B, C, D, or E lift. So it's alphabetically organised, and then you don't press anything when you get in the lift. It just takes you up. It was mad. And what was it about the water cooler? They had whiteboards like? all over the room, which I thought was quite jokes. Yeah, but they're having to replace one. And that's true. And um, and, and to be fair, I will say this: we filled the room, and I say we because they thought you were there as well. This is another thing that happened that was slightly embarrassing. Everyone went, where's Pete? And I went, oh, this is fucking shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm, uh, I don't know what to say. And they were like, oh, we were told Pete was going to be here. One woman in particular was actually like, oh, I came here for Pete. And I was like, well, I'm so sorry. He's with his hogs <laughs> in Ireland. What did, actually, what did you say? I said, Pete doesn't turn up anywhere if he's not paid. <laughs> the exact words I said. Um, did that get a chortle? It did get a chortle, actually, right. yeah. But the 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 actual, the Q&A, I think, went quite well. And um, I told all the stories about us when we were like, when you were getting twerked on by some bird in a nightclub in LA. Oh, excellent. Um, what other stories did you tell them? Presumably, the majority of stories you told were mine. They, yeah, they absolutely. Were, they were what happened to Yeah, me. I told the story yeah. about you in the calendar. calendar. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Zara called me. Midway through. Midway through. So you picked that, sorry, it's just my girlfriend, Zara McDermott, documentary maker. Hello, Goose. So that's how that went, is it? She didn't actually. I didn't pick up, but I did say, oh, because I was calling me Goose. Yeah. Um, just and drop a little name there of yeah. someone that is doing well. Absolutely. And uh, and then uh, so that that happened. It was a. Uh, I left and I didn't realise the sweat. My clothes were so wet that I literally. I obviously panicked so hard and just and just every little bit of liquid in my body just seeped out of me. Do you know what did happen recently, actually, though? This is nuts. I was going to spring this onto the podcast. I, for the first time ever, got a boner during a massage. So I've never had it. And you know when you sit there and you're literally like, don't put your hand in your head like you don't want to hear it. And how awkward was Kevin? <laughs> it was a guy! It was a guy! So this is what was really awkward. So the reason that I actually got the boner wasn't... Can I just ask you a question? Yeah. You didn't obviously say it to the guy. What if he listens to this podcast and then realises that he turned you on? No, because I think he saw it. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, mate, trust It's so bum out. So basically, it was one of those at-home ones as well. And so so he'd come in. And no, but let me tell you why I got it first. Are you, um, are you sure he was a mistake? Let me tell you why I got it first. Because I normally get really nervous that I'm going to get a boner. And so what happened was I got like a, like an, well, it's called, it's called, <laughs> It's called an unidentifiable bone, unidentifiable bone, where you don't know well, why you got it. We can one. identify it. A man was rubbing you, and you got no. Marked. It wasn't about the rubbing. It was in my head. I was going, "How awkward would it be if I did?" And then I started panicking. Were you on your front at this point? No, I was in my back, mate. Oh, so you were just pressing into the table, mate? It was so, but no, I was on my back. Oh right, yeah. So it's, oh right, so he was doing the front of you. Yeah. So your little towel just went. Mate, it was so embarrassing. It wasn't a full-blown rock on, but, mate, it was worry. It, I've never had it before. I'm like, I can't wait to bring that onto the podcast because it was, oh, my God, I haven't told you this as well. This was only two days ago. So that happened, by the way. This is even fucking worse. Well, this isn't even worse, but literally two days ago, my driver was in the back having a wank. Sorry. Yeah. So you got a cab. Mate, he was having a wank in the back. What do you mean? I can't believe I haven't told it. Well, it was only two days hold ago, on. mate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. So let me let me get this right. Was he having a danger wank? Mate, I will tell you. So I'm walking. So I'm a little bit late to the car. I'm like 10 minutes late, right? And he's called me and been like, hi, I'm down this street, right? I was like, okay, cool. I'll be there. Don't rush. Mate, mate. Well, no, I think it's because I was taking so long. So I'm walking to, to this car, but there's no one in the driver's seat. But I was like, I swear that looks like the kind of car that you would be taking. It was like one of those was sort it, of Was it a big one where you yeah. had to pull the door? Yeah. No, don't tell me you pulled the door. <laughs> 
wait. Dude, I didn't pull the door. I looked in. I'm walking up and I'm like, he's not in the, there's no one in the seat. But you know, sometimes they're like behind it, behind it. And they're like on the phone or something. They got out the car because they're like, this guy's taking too long. As I'm walking to see if there's anyone behind the car, I see the window and this guy is lying across the seats like this, phone out. Pants down there, beating the meat, mate. And I literally, and I go, oh! <laughs> and you know when you're like, and he went, whoa, like that. And he basically pulled up. He opened the door. And the worst thing is, it's one of those, you've got to press the button. And it goes, dun, dun, and went, like that. And I'm just waiting. And he's waiting. We've caught eyes to each other. And we're both just looking at each other. He knows I've seen. I know what I've seen. And it goes, like that. He went, sorry, mate, I was just um, on the phone to, uh, to to the wife. I knew he wasn't because yeah, the phone was like that. Station. It was landscape. And he, I, and he had a rock on, mate. He had a full-on boner. Do you think, well, this sounds a lot to me, like he was he was actually doing a danger wank. Mate, I then had to sit. I then sat in the exact spot that he had just been masturbating in like this. And the best thing is, he went, how's your day been? How good is yours? And I literally went, Really good, thank you, mate. Yeah, I had a really good time. I'm going to put my headphones in if you don't mind. <laughs> just literally sat there like this, going, this man's just spanked the monkey on this seat. It was definitely, listen, if he was waiting outside for you, even if you were 10 minutes late, that's definitely a danger wank. I, think you <laughs> I actually, don't know what danger wank is. Right, basically, it's if you call someone, you know someone's about to arrive, and you try and knock a wank out before they get there. Because the danger is, and this is what could have happened, is if you just opened the door, you could have been glazed like a donut. <laughs> so you just need to try and get it out there. It's like when, when you're a kid and you used to like go, mom, and then try and knock one out before she comes to the room or, or fucking whoever. Sorry, let's just rewind that one. I can't imagine Pete going, Tracy! <laughs> no, no, obviously, but that's basically, it's a, it, that's the premise of it, is when you're, you've got a short amount of time before getting caught, where you have to try and knock a wank I out. I couldn't believe danger it. Wank, and that's basically what he was doing. And he was wearing one of them suits, and I was just like, mate, that is, that was just, I, I, to be honest, it was actually fucking, I was actually quite happy it happened because I was like, this is some content for the podcast. I, um, I, don't I, think, I don't think I could have sat in the car. I sat on the exact seat that he was. Why did you pick another one? Because it was too far over the other side. I couldn't be bothered to too scooch far on over. over. The other side. What was it, a double-decker bus? No, I just couldn't be bothered to scooch on over, so I was just like, I'm just going to sit Oh, here. yeah, I'll just sit in the wanking spot. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that happened. Wow, fuck me. That's one of the most horrendous stories I've ever heard. I know. Uh, I, actually, <laughs> I, I have another one, actually, today. Um, where I was just interviewing, uh, this is a name drop, you won't know who he is, but Anthony Ramos. He was in Transformers. He was like one of the main cast in the new Transformers robots. movie. And uh, he was like, if you're in New York, mate, uh, give me your number. I was like, this is fucking cool. So I was like, here you go, mate. And I was like, um, I went, oh, mate, when I'm over there, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a dong. <laughs> I don't know why I said dong. And he looked at me and went, gonna give me a dong? And I was like, I don't know what that means to him, but in my head, I was like, I think I've just said dick. Yeah. And he went, you're gonna give me a dong and you're, what, you're, gonna, you're gonna try and give me a dicking? <laughs> and I was like, this is all on radio. You need to stop um, when you have guests on, and it sounds like you do it on your radio show as well, um, trying to meet up with them afterwards. Yeah, it's no. got to the point where you're so near that you're now offering to dick them. <laughs> this is something that needs to be addressed. Sidebar of shame. It's the sidebar of shame. Yeehaw! There's an OK article out, mm. and it's Sam Thompson gets an awkward run-in with Maya Jammer. Is it <laughs> that, from the podcast? That's from the podcast. Now, I just want to make it very clear. Maya Jammer is the loveliest, 
lady in the entire world and I am now so terrified that she's watching or listening to or getting sent these, right? Let's be honest, she's not listening or watching. She's getting sent these going, why won't this little prick stop fucking talking about me? And I now feel so embarrassed because she commented on our thing and she went, oh no, Sam, I was just... I was just in a real big rush. But first of all, I feel so embarrassed. Like, Mike, if you are listening to this, I promise you, I don't mention, like, I'm not, like... We can't, all, this, all the bad stuff he says about you, we cut out. No, I don't ever. So... You're, you're the loveliest person. I promise you, I'm not some creep who just, like, who just stands there going, Maya Jammer, Maya Jammer. Yeah, I it's just can't it can't a... wait to sit on the sofa with you this week. I know, I'm so terrified. Congratulations, by the way, on now be, going back to being um, the Love Island after some I know. I'm on the sofa. Um, yeah, you must be happy with that. I can't wait. I tried to get you on, actually. Yeah, someone asked me about it, but I don't watch. What's the fucking point? And also, everyone will just fucking hate. What do you think of that? It'd just be absolutely no point with that. Um, and it's you and India doing the podcast again, is it? We are. Now, you've got a slightly new format for After Sun, is that right? Or is uh, that for the podcast? That's for the podcast, With yeah. your Golden Six. The golden Six, with the Golden um, Six. Good. And how many of them have you heard of? All of them. Well, you've actually got a friend of mine in your Golden Six, Donna Preston. Oh, yeah, Donna Preston's lovely. Love Donna. She, she, She's great. Very lovely. Um, are you excited about your new job again? I can't wait. You know how much Has I it love been announced life. in the press yet? <laughs> yeah. Looking through. Um, yeah. My drummer, obviously, um, but the, your name's not mentioned. You're not. India's back. Shut up. India and Maya sign up for after. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. That's embarrassing. So, that's... But yeah, they haven't mentioned the pillow. So. Um, the pillow? Oh, that's why I call you when you sit on the couch. <laughs> Especially with some of the shirts you're wearing. You are, <laughs> you are what I call a statement pillow. I do have uh, the stylist again. Sarah, shout out to you. Well, because you come back for a second appearance, is this, have you got your own stylist or are you still um, taking hand-me-downs from Jordan North? Still taking hand-me-downs from Jordan North. Surely they must be able to get you your own stylist. We do, no, but she's amazing. She's great. Yeah, but you're just... We just, we look, we're quite similar, me and Jordan, you know? Well, you're not, because he's very good at his job and you're a fucking shit yeah, We're both in the broadcast radio space. I just do evenings. <laughs> right. Basically, it's been a pretty shitty um, Daily Mail thing this week. Not much has been going on. Um, aspiring chef Brooklyn Beckham cuts a casual figure because he grabbed lunch. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. That's basically the stories we've kind of got this week. If you've enjoyed Staying Relevant this fine day, then you can watch us on YouTube every single Friday and you can listen to us every single Monday when this comes out. We also have clips on TikTok. You can follow us at Staying Relevant and on Instagram at Staying Relevant again. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, review and subscribe and all that crap. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've absolutely loved your attention. Because um, we know we know that we've got the... I mean, we barely got the attention of the four people that sat in this room, let alone the people fucking listening. Don't fucking keep going on. We've said goodbye. Just leave it at that for fun's sake. Insanity Group. <laughs>